You've got a nice lather zone on the front, right? Yeah, you are yeah. painting a very vivid picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanted the details, man. This is Almost Prepared, the podcast where you'll laugh, you'll learn, and get through life one day at a time with Jamie and Victoria. So I feel like we're going to title this episode Garrett's Revenge or something because we have Garrett filling in for Victoria today. And it's really exciting because I only really get to know you through the stories that Victoria tells me. So today you kind of get to, I don't want to say badmouth her, but you kind of get to have your say on it. You know what? I get beaked a lot on this show, so it'll be interesting to see what I can uh, give back. To be fair, a lot of things that she says about you are 99% of them are really positive. That's That's true. Yeah, that's true. So for those of you who don't know, I am uh, Victoria's husband, Garrett, first time co-host, long time listener. It's been really funny a few times because I save the episodes to binge while I'm in the field doing field work. As she's mentioned before, I'm a farmer or I'll be trucking, hauling grain or something like that. And I'll binge three, four, eight episodes at a time, right? Over a a day, eight or 10 hour day. I'll come home. She's like, oh my God, I don't think I've heard from you all day. Really? Because I feel like I talk to you all day. (laughs) 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 So we've had a few of those days, which is kind of funny. It's interesting because I live vicariously through her and I guess vice versa, because we, we talk about our lives so often. One of the last episodes, we were talking about how you tracked a lot of mud in from when you were doing stuff on the farm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could not handle mud in my house. You know, this is the classic, like blown out of proportion There's mud in the entryway a Mm -hmm. little bit. That's it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) In my defense. Yeah, because I got the picture of like there's mud on the couch and in the kitchen and in the bedroom, just like on the ceilings, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. No. So how has it been for you being away from Victoria and your son for the last couple of weeks? You know what? She purposely chose this time of year. We're busy calving and it's long, long hours and early mornings, late nights and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I've been just working, work, work, work. Mm I've had a little bit of fun with the guys here and there, of course, but she chose a good time to go. She's like, oh, there's work I could do and could help out, or I could go tan a little bit and enjoy life in Florida. Exactly. Yeah. Can you explain to me what calving is? It's calving with a V. So it's the verb calving, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a really common thing. Farmers will hear guys and girls say calving with an F and it's just kind of weird. (laughs) <laughs> so, so I'm going to be a uh, grammar Nazi on that one, but it's a city. Uh, really, really you, can't, you can't blame me for that. <laughs> no, I've heard a lot of country folks say it too, right? It's just funny, funny to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Calving is a busy time of year, right? It's a cow is the same 283 day, you know, gestation or pregnancy period like it, that uh, a human would have, right? So mm-hmm. nine months ago mm-hmm. I had, you know, bulls around the pasture having fun with, with a bunch of ladies and here we are. We got two months of straight calving. A few hundred cows going to have babies. And sometimes you got to help them along and make sure they're they're going to you know stay warm and, mm-hmm. and everything, especially when it gets, we get in a cold snap. We've had a few, you know, minus 30 and, and stuff like that. You wouldn't want to be a newborn being in, in the cold, cold like too that. long. Yeah. So are you actually delivering the babies or are you just like they're assisting in the event? Like, are your hands going up in there? or? <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. Hopefully not. Right. So we're really lucky. We've got a really good set of genetics. Now we've decades and decades of genetic selection. We actually, most of the calves literally hit the ground and stand up and eat. It's really amazing. So unless it's really, really cold out and I really want to make sure they're going to stay warm and and, Mm -hmm. and everything, you know, then I'll move them inside and and get them dry and and warm and everything with their mom. But most of the time, if they 
hit the ground, stand up and they eat. It's crazy. There's the other cases, right? So there's some mm-hmm. where a calf is, she's having trouble birthing it, or she's, you know, the calf is backwards or where I need to help and put her in um, the maternity pen and help pull the calf. Right. And right. then there's an, even the odd time I need to get the veterinarian out for a cesarean, like a C-section. Right. Yeah. I know this is a normal process, but it's just, it's so funny because I picture it like doing this to a cow and Victoria told me the story when she was pregnant and you guys had to drive all the way to the hospital. And <laughs> you were saying that you could deliver the baby because you've del- <laughs> delivered cows before. <laughs> Did that, oh man. So obviously there's some similarities, right? <laughs> and uh like from a farmer perspective and she hates it so much. And then obviously I've had a few friends that are obviously in, you know, in farming and, and uh, livestock and stuff, and they've got the same you know thought process. So it's right. just hilarious. So I, I do lay it on thick sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and she just hates it. Stop comparing me to a cow. Literally. That's what I said. I'm like, is he calling you a cow? I just say, you know, it's not my fault. They're the same. <laughs> <laughs> And this will be the last time Garrett's on the show because he's going to listen to this and she's going to kill him. (laughs) Let's get personal, personal. Let's get personal, personal. All right, Jamie, I've got a good one for you. Okay. So I was at a a friend of mine's kid's one-year-old birthday. There's a couple uh, preteens there, friends of friends, kids and stuff, right? Okay. I like nostalgia. So we started quoting some old YouTube, like 2004 YouTube, 2006 YouTube, right? Way back in the day. And it was so funny showing these, you know, 14 year olds and stuff, chocolate rain, right? Like the good (laughs) stuff, right? Yeah. And so uh, that's my question for you is if you had to show uh, a Generation Z, a Zoomer, early millennium YouTube video, which one would it be? I really try to introduce everybody to Pokemon. I'm not talking like current Pokemon and whatnot. I'm talking like, you know, way back in like 1998 when it came out, the original 150 Pokemon with all the poker apps and all that stuff there. You mean the best 150 Pokemon? Thank you. Literally. It's like the only one that matters. They had all the different songs and all the uh, the intros and everything. I have like Pokemon jewelry. I have a Pokemon earring and I'm going to get a Pokemon tattoo. And I just feel like it's it's necessary for everybody to know that that was the best era ever. Red, blue, yellow. Enough it, said, right? Totally. And I love yellow because we all got obsessed with Pikachu. I did at least. Yeah. But it was so hard because I think the first gym leader you fight is Brock and he's a rock type Pokemon and Electric didn't hit rocks. So it was like so hard. Oh yeah. There you are in the Viridian Forest farming up in Nidoran. Yeah. <laughs> for that double kick. <laughs> Oh, that's how you know we're nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that brings me back. Okay. My question for you is what is your favorite gaming system? Well, I'm a super nerd because I'm a PC gamer right now. Um, Like like computer games? Yeah. Well, most of them are the same games as you'd get on a PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It just opens up the whole wide world of gaming with a computer and all sorts of different types of games and Mm -hmm. great performance. And it's kind of fun building your own computer and stuff like that. So I do like that. But if I had to go back in time, I was an NES and and then Sega Genesis kid. So those are my, uh, those are my first two. Those are the go-to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were going to say like your um, PlayStation type of a person. We flip-flopped with the NES, played a lot of Super Mario, Duck Hunt. Sorry, uh, sorry, quick, quick correction. 
And I hate when people say Mario. Never in the history of these Mario games has he ever said, my name is Mario. It's always Mario. And I hate it's a Mario. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, he's Italian. I'm like, so explain Luigi. Why do we say his name the same then? <laughs> Just our Canadian dialect. So you guys have Netflix in your house, right? Of course. Are you the one who actually pays for it? Or are you mooching up with somebody else? I'm the older sibling. So the older sibling is paying for everybody's. Is that how that really works? <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems that way. My brother's on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Victoria, of course. My parents are on it. Talk to your friends, man. It's always the older sibling. You only need one person to pay for Netflix. And then typically you do like a trade. So like maybe you get Netflix and then your brother will get Crave or your parents get Amazon and you guys, you guys all just share everything. Yeah, we do that with a couple of friends too, semi-illegally, I suppose. <laughs> I, you know, we get Disney Plus, I give them Spotify, you know what I mean? Right. But, yeah, that's uh, how we should like be. That, yeah. I'm the mooch. I've been mooching up of everybody for the past <laughs> how many years? <laughs> so it's interesting because I feel like this is not going to work well for them. But Netflix is launching a test right now, and they're going to be letting account holders pay an additional fee for users outside their household because they're trying to prevent people from sharing their passwords. Say like you have the Netflix, if you wanted your brother to use it and then your mom, you'd have to pay an additional fee in order to let them use it as opposed to just sharing the password. They're starting it off right now in Chile and Costa Rica and Peru, and it's not too bad. It's roughly about $3 extra. But I feel like if they put this out in Canada and the U.S., there's going to be so many people who are just going to cancel their subscription and they're never going to use Netflix again. Well, that depends. Have you ever been trying to get on Netflix and it says not enough screens available because yeah. two other people are watching it, right? Yeah. Would you pay $3 to get your own set of screen time? You're pretty cheap, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people who would, right? Yeah. And- and you can, if I pay $3 to guarantee the service, that's pretty cheap. But you see, as the person who is mooching, I'd be concerned that the person who's paying for it is going to be like, well, I need to make sure I can watch my Netflix. So I always make sure I download shows and have them free up the space so that they don't have to worry about me watching the screen the same time as them. Because it's worse when you get the text saying like, who's on Netflix right now? I want to watch my show and I can't even watch it, right? <laughs> You're very courteous. Very when, courteous. When you're very cheap like me, you got to learn these loopholes to make sure that no one gets mad at you for <laughs> mooching off of them for the last eight years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you would be the person you would pay to uh, make sure that you can have your screen and other people can still watch it at the same time. If I was mooching and there was like six people on the account mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to watch show X and everyone else was watching show X, mm-hmm. I would I would consider it. I think it's uh, it's a good solution to get money out of people they wouldn't get money out of. I feel like Netflix has gotten to you now. Like they're having an earpiece in you or something. And you're like saying, no, it's a great idea because this is a terrible idea. And I think it's awful. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's way cheaper. Like imagine paying for cable, right? Don't you guys have cable? We're kind of getting that uh, from the family <laughs> thing too, but <laughs> I'm too cheap for that. But yeah, no, uh, that's, a, that's another tradesy thing we're doing. I watch Netflix for background noise in a couple of their shows. It's not enough for me to pay the, I don't even know how much it is, like what, 15 bucks a month for it or something? Yes, I think so. Yeah. If I could call them and haggle and be like, you know what, I'll give you $6 a month. Then I would get Netflix for myself. Until that day, it's not happening. (laughs) I did that with Sirius XM. So part of a birthday present one time 
for Victoria. She wanted Sirius XM. So I got her a year as part of a you know, small part of a present or whatever. It came up and all of a sudden I'm getting these monthly charges. And yeah, man, when you pay by the month, it's expensive. It's $20 some dollars a month or something. So I haggle them down just by trying to cancel. I had two years for 50 bucks. <laughs> See, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so I you, thought you'd be proud of that one. I uh, you know, I can that. respect the hustle, Gary. I respect yeah. the hustle. <laughs> What body part do you wash first in the shower? I wash my arms first, actually. My arms and my chest. What about you? What do you do? I'm a furry man. Okay? I've got, <laughs> got a nice hairy chest. I lather that up and spread it around. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a nice lather zone on the front, right? Yeah. You are yeah. painting a very vivid picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanted the details, man. I'm picturing I've got a great a lather zone and, and uh, it works out great. I'm the suds around. I'm picturing a bear literally just having a shower right now. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. They did a study and they found out that your body part that you wash first in the shower says something about you. So what does it say about you or me, I guess, doing my chest? It says you're honest and loyal, but also stressed out a lot. Um, You washed your face first. It says you love money and might struggle to get along with other people. Shoulders. You're loyal, reliable, devoted and tend to carry the world on your shoulders. Armpits, you're attentive, but might come across as naive and lacking confidence. Hair, you're a hopeless romantic who usually immersed in your own thoughts. Also, you have the temperament of an intellectual and an artist. If you don't bathe in a certain order, you're an adventurous person who likes to be bored. I thought you were going to say, if you just pick a random body part, then you're like a psychopath. You don't know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) When you go have a shower, do you wash your body in the same order every single time? I've never really thought of it that systematically, Mm -hmm. but I likely do or very, very near the same. You start with the lather up on your on your furry chest and you go. Uh, yeah, you suds that around. Then you do the hair. Then you do the conditioner. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, you're drying off. You're all good to go. See, yep. now that you've uh, gone through the the different ones, people who wash their face first, they love money and struggle to get along with other people. <laughs> I was like, well, I do love money. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like a lot of people. <laughs> You're doing your face first then, aren't you? Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> okay, so I, I need to know, though, the people who do like their armpits first, like why would their armpit be the very first thing that you go to wash? I think that's kind of weird. You got to be a smelly man for that one, right? Like if that's high priority for you, mm-hmm. you're a smelly man. <laughs> like there's something coming out of there that needs to be addressed right yeah, away. Yvonne the of the Yukon man, for sure. <laughs> Okay, so I need to know though. This is this is super important because this will tell me if you're a psychopath or not. Which way do you face in the shower? Do you face towards the water or away from the water? You face the, towards the water, okay. like a civilized human being. <laughs> there are people out there that I know who turn away from the water, and I think it's just the weirdest thing. You have to face the water. That's how it's meant to be. It's like showering with your significant other. Like one of you is comfortable and the other is freezing. Right. Like, <laughs> like, why would I face the other way? Dom, da dum 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 dumb criminals. A good reminder to wash your hands and brush your teeth. A woman in Oklahoma was busted for a home invasion thanks to Cheetos. A mother called 911 to report someone had pried a screen off of her window and broke in. The woman had already fled, but cops found a bag of Cheetos on the floor and the police ended up finding the woman and it was pretty easy to identify her from the Cheeto residue all over her teeth and the orange dust on her fingers. 
CSI Florida. You know this was in Florida. Like, that had to be man. Like, <laughs> CSI Togawati County, like right? for sure. <laughs> the fact that this woman got caught simply because that she had Cheetos on her mouth and her hands. I'm like, Cheetos should be getting like a reward or something as a way of catching criminals nowadays. Imagine yourself a criminal, Jamie the criminal. You break into someone's house mm-hmm. in Manatee County, Florida. You're stealing someone's television, stealing their jewelry, whatever it might be. And you see a bag of Cheetos and you have the audacity to take <laughs> your sweet time, eat the bag of Cheetos, not bring the bag with you, but sit in someone else's home, eat their Cheetos, take their jewelry and leave. The audacity. The nerve. I like <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I would be a smarter criminal. I would eat the Cheetos first and take the bag with me. <laughs> that's what well, I would t- do. Take the bag with you, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> But that's the thing. I cannot stand when people eat my food. So if someone were to break into my house, a TV is replaceable. The Nintendo's replaceable, but eating my snacks, I feel like is so unforgivable. I would I would want to prosecute that person to the full ex- extent of the law for simply eating my snacks. I'm like the rest I can worry about, but my food? No, man, you don't do that. Depends if they're puffed or crunchy. What are, what's your fave? I'm the puff person. Oh, no. I knew, no, I crunchy, knew crunchy, you were. Crunchy, crunchy. <laughs> Actually, the best ones are those Canadian ones, the Hawken ones. They're just too crunchy for my liking. I don't need that oh, much yeah. of a crunch when I eat. I can see how that would be a little too crunchy. Oh, my gosh. No way. Say what? This can't be real. You guys are a big fan of the mini eggs in your house, right? Oh, yes. Victoria is a Cadbury mini eggs hound. I like cream eggs, but uh, I think Victoria finds them a bit too sweet. That's why she's not on the show today. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, this is going to be perfect for her then, because if you don't want to wait until Easter, there's a new perfume that's about to hit the market. The brand look fantastic. They created a scent called Mini Chocolate Egg Scents. So it's a mini egg perfume and it offers elements of chocolate charm in every spritz. And they say it's going to be perfect for spring. It's going to be selling for roughly $35 and it's going to be here for a short period of time. And there's apparently a lineup of people that are ready to buy this because it's not for sale on the website yet. Um, it's You can go check it out. Lookfantastic.com and then search the mini egg perfume it is gonna sell out like crazy because people love their mini eggs a perfume you know what you had me at like candle i could see that selling you know what i mean (laughs) but a perfume like who are you attracting if you put that perfume on yourself i'm sure you'd attract a (laughs) tory that's true that's a special one And now it's time for five random, random, random facts. Avocados aren't a fruit or a vegetable. They're considered a single fruit berry. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It doesn't make me want to eat an avocado anymore, but it's kind of cool to know that they're a berry. Yeah, it's kind of like a wheat, you know, like the grain. It's also a berry. Is it really? Interesting, right? Like from a biological standpoint. Wow. I mean, I'm still not going to go rush to eat wheat now, but it's still cool to know. <laughs> yeah, no, very interesting. Though. <laughs> it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. It's considered animal abuse because they're social beings and they get lonely. That's actually really cute. <laughs> that is pretty cute. <laughs> the Spice Girls were originally called Touch. That's just a terrible name for the band. I'm so glad they switched it. 
Yeah, absolutely. They told themselves what they wanted and they, they knew what they really, really wanted. That was a new name. Why did it sound like you're going to go into this, the song right there? You want to really, really, really want to zigga zigga? <laughs> <laughs> it's that generation. It's the millennials, man. It's coming back. <laughs> yeah. We, it's just, it's in our brain. People are more creative in the shower. When you take a warm shower, you have increased dopamine that makes you more creative. There's only one letter that does not appear in any state name. The letter Q, because there's an X in Texas and a Z in Arizona. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like that's a, the fact that you would only ever need to know if you were on Jeopardy or something, you know? Oh, absolutely. I found like, that the hardest about Jeopardy is there's so many of the categories where like American history mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's the hardest. Of course, because no one wants to hear about American history. I don't know anything about American history. But now I can tell you that I know that the letter Q is not in any state name. <laughs> this has been today's edition of... One, two, three, four, five. Random. 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 Facts. Okay, are you ready for this little game here? I am. Normally, Victoria doesn't do very well, so we'll see if we can do better than her. <laughs> <laughs> Who sings China Girl, Let's Dance, and Modern Love? David Bowie. All right, that's one. What are April showers supposed to bring? Uh, May flowers for 500. That's not in the form of a question. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. That's what it was. I was on the spot and I messed it up. Joey, Pacey, and Dawson were the main characters on what 90s TV show? I can hear the theme song now, Dawson's Creek. And I can hear it. I can't quite remember the words or anything. <laughs> I, I think it was like, I don't want to wait for our... Is that oh, Dawson's right, Creek? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was it. The melody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like as a dad, you should get this one 100%. But what is considered room temperature? 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Garrett, we don't do Fahrenheit here. <laughs> I know. I think that's like 20... It's just over 20. Hair over 20. The answer was 20, okay. but 20... We'll say it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a stickler for the thermostat? Because I hear that's a really big dad thing. I don't know. It depends. I I, I tolerate 22. We've got a, a soft rule in this house because <laughs> the house automatically goes to 20. Like every day, it resets itself. Yeah. Almost every morning, I hear... It's going up to 22. Yeah. I like, I tolerate 22. In my house, it's like 25 all the time. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I am cold constantly and I like to be warm all the time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got Victoria an electric blanket for that. I have one of those too. And a space heater. It's not enough. (laughs) Okay. Your last question here. What animal is related to camels, but are only found in the mountains of South America? Hmm. That's a tough one. I don't know if I know this one. I'll give you a hint. There was a, a Disney movie that starred this animal. Cusco the Llama? That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, a great God. movie. See, I just watched it a couple weeks ago, and it's so simple, but it's a really funny movie, and I loved it. It was so excellent. Patrick <laughs> Warburton in it? Excellent. Squeak, squeak, squeaking. Okay, you did really well in the game. I'm going to have to say you have superseded Victoria's score, and you can now see that you're better than her. I had a hint for the last one, but I'll take it. You technically did, but it's okay. <laughs> so when are you off to Florida to go join the family? I take the red eye on Monday morning, midnight of Monday. I land in Tampa Bay at like 1030. Are you excited? Oh, it's going to be nice. 
some beach time. I'm going to miss the Alberta mud season. It's going to be excellent. And you don't have to be birthing any cows while you're there too, right? Absolutely. Not my problem anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will tell Victoria that you did a wonderful job co-hosting. You will not replace her because she cannot be replaced, but you did a wonderful job co-hosting. And thank you very much for being on the show today because you know she's going to listen and she's going to critique you. Of course. Yeah, I'll hear about it. (laughs) 100%. But uh, thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you later. Thanks a lot. 